1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Kupsick. What is up, sir? Uh,
0: Well, I'm feeling well. Feeling a little uh, puny? I don't know. I just haven't felt right the last couple weeks. What the hell, man? What what are you doing? I I, I think... Hillary might have poisoned me, Jesus, <laughs> or gave me the- you know the cancer virus, yeah, maybe, maybe oh she my went after, God. you know she after she got Epstein, she came after us,
1: yeah, I don't know, man, it's some weird, weird stuff going on. I think we need to mind our p's and q's,
0: I mean, I don't know if we really matter at all
1: that much i think I think we matter, I think we're yeah. Maybe not. Oh, my God. Friggin' tired. A little tired, my friend. Yeah? Yes. Just You've a been little. busy? Yes. Busy, like always. Doesn't freaking stop. And now, of course, like the kids, you know, like the kids are, we got volleyball going, we got soccer going, and we have dance going as well, so it's like. Jesus, it just doesn't stop, you know? It's just all the time, all the flipping time. But yeah, it's like crazy, crazy stuff. But anyway, now, you told me this evening you wanted to talk about something specific.
0: Which, yeah, I just looked you... up a couple things that I thought would be fun to talk about. Just a couple yeah, of things? on the conspiracy side. Oh, um well it's it's one topic in general but I I left the uh, learning for all of us. All right. So I wanted to talk about these um scientists that have been knocked off over the last, Dude. you know, couple decades. Um uh, yeah, and it just keeps happening
1: apparently. Oh yeah. Like I don't know what's going on. That's freaking sweet. Did you uh did you look into some specific scientists?
0: Um, I did pull up some specific stuff. It's some of it's not so recent, but you right. know, still probably has ramifications for today. Yeah. Um, I've read into the articles a little bit, but I thought, you know, we could just read some of them and go into what we thought about them. Sexy. I like it. So I like the, it. let's do this. Yeah, you know, I'm sure it's been going on forever. Um, Political assassinations is nothing new, and as much as scientists want to say they're not political, maybe they're not in general. But what they do, right, can very much be exactly. used politically. Well, that's what's fucked about it, right? Like that's why I admire
1: politics. I actually enjoy politics. Now, I, I enjoy watching kind of how everything unfolds. I like watching the process of everything. But why the fuck would anybody want that job, ever? Why would anybody want, like, to be a senator, to be a congressman or a congresswoman or what have you, or or president? Like, why would anybody Different want that kind job? Different people, I guess, fuck. if they're actually people. <laughs> here we go,
0: <laughs> and we're off. All right, here we go. Um. As far as I know, none of these articles bring up anything like that. But okay. yeah, I know like I'm sure that at for the most part politicians start on a local level. Yes. They all do. And it's more you know, there's corrupt people everywhere, but there's Shit. a lot of good people on local levels, typically. You I mean, think They are. Maybe they're all working on trying to just get more money for themselves, and maybe that's why they appear
1: so nice,
0: right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but stay uh, woke, bitches. I'm saying, (laughs) 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 just saying. Even like so, Trump is seen as not political before the presidential election because he's never held office. But that absolutely doesn't mean he's not ever been into politics. Just because he hasn't been a politician right. doesn't mean that he's never used politics oh, come to on. as but, a means to get what he wants. Absolutely. Look at the company he kept even before the presidency. Like my yeah, God. He was friends with all sides. Absolutely. And all sides were friends with him because he had money. He had the money.
1: He's got the money. He's got the plane. He can help you out. Maybe just scratch his back a little bit, huh?
0: But as far oh. as scientists, yes. their findings can have poli- major political ramifications, especially with cures for things or yes. working on a secret government defense project that they don't want anybody to know about. To... Um. So why not just have them do the job and then knock them off? I mean, just because it happens in the movies in Russia doesn't mean that it's not happening here in real life. It's <laughs> very true. Um, the first article I have is about the, um, the Marconi murders. Okay. They were... For General Electric. They worked a lot of the scientists worked for General Electric. And this has to do with Reagan's Star Wars. Most of them worked on Reagan's Star Wars programs. sexy exactly. At least for my initial look into this one. Between nineteen eighty two and nineteen ninety, a cluster of strange and often grisly death Oh, I specifically looked up stuff that was you know supposed suicides not just right ones getting knocked off right I looked up specifically supposed suicides okay um and often grisly deaths amongst scientists and computer experts working in britain's high-tech defense industry baffled investigators huh many of the deaths were so bizarre, they left coroners unable to determine their cause. Jesus. Others were judged to be suicides and accidents despite clear evidence to the contrary. Most of the victims were computer scientists working for Marconi Electronic Systems and related companies on top secret defense projects, including the U.S. Strategic Defense Initiative yikes dude due to the nature of their work the oddness of their deaths by 1987 the national and international press had latched onto the story huh. where the deaths sabotaged by a foreign, or were the, were the deaths sabotaged by a foreign government or some kind of cold war plot uh, it kind of uh, makes you wonder
1: though it's fucked up
0: um, wow Tony Collins, a correspondent for the UK Computer Weekly, started to receive reports of deaths. Amongst computer scientists and engineers in the mid-80s, over the next few years he would file a series of stories on the deaths, eventually finding 25 cases he felt were connected. Jeez. In 1990 he wrote a book, Open Verdict, which concluded the spate of spate. The spate of deaths were suspicious. Collins suspected some kind of plot, but was unable to come up with any firm conclusions on its true nature. Okay, so first section, evidence for suspicious circumstances. The story began in March 1982 with the death of senior computer scientist Dr. Keith Bowden, then a contractor for GEC Marconi. So GEC stands for General Electric Company. Right. Britain's major high-tech defense company. One night after attending a social function in London, Bowdoin drove his car across a dual carriageway and plunged off a bridge down an embankment and into an abandoned rail yard. He died instantly. So he was on the highway. Right. And drove off. Uh, police said Bowdoin was drunk, was driving too fast, but his wife and solicitor believed otherwise. Friends huh. who were with Bowdoin that night denied he had been drinking. Oh, so the Bowden's, his buddies or whatever were like, no, nah, he hasn't been drinking at all. Yeah. Wow. Bowdoin's solicitor, which I'm guessing is a lawyer, right, hired an accident investigator to examine the wreck. Oh, shit. somebody had swapped the normal pristine tires for Bowden's Rover with a set that were worn and old. What? Three years later, later, radar designer Roger Hill killed himself. Oh, I guess they're just jumping to the next guy. So his tires had been changed. That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but it's, I mean, something it's not that, that, people that much work necessarily look at. Right. And that's just okay. I mean they would look at the tires. They would look at the tires. But they wouldn't think that they were somebody changed them. No. They would think,
1: Oh, well, no wonder he lost control of the vehicle because his mm-hmm. his tires were bald. But man, you talk about going to some pretty incredible lengths there. Like, we're gonna switch out all four of his tires. No, not only that, you gotta understand like this guy's His schedule. You have to look into you know his the make and model of his specific vehicle. You got to find the tires, then you got to find the time to cruise in there and swap them out real quick. And Christ, man, there's there's no way. I mean, yeah, okay, one guy could do it, sure, but if you want to be efficient about this and quick about this, and you only have. A specific amount of time to to pull this shit off, which I'm assuming is the case. Like you're going to have four or five guys doing. Yeah, this I shit.
0: mean, if if they're covering something up, it, it's just there. Which means it's hard to say. So, think about how deep that goes. Then,
1: let's say you got four or five guys just right there. Four or five guys just.
0: On that specific yes, team, right? To, to think that there aren't hundreds of people that right. do the bidding for the government for, or for whoever it is um, in, in any given country that's at that level where they'll just do whatever for a payday. And I was they, just going to say not because even be somebody, uh, uh, it could be a handler using some asset that's didn't even know it was going on. They were just paid to switch some tires. Right, I mean, yeah, you don't ask questions or whatever, and then yeah, you don't ask questions, you don't say anything afterwards because then you're implicated in it. Yeah, because then you're dead, <laughs> as well. Jeez. Well, yeah, you're you're not only dead, but then you could go down for for doing it, and then where's the guy that told you to do it? He's gone. Right. So shit. What a messy, years messy later. little business. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Three years later. Later, radar designer Roger Hill killed himself with a shotgun at his home. Later that year, Jonathan Wash died after plunging from a hotel window. The coroner returned an open verdict. I'm not sure what that means. Does that mean that it wasn't closed, like case closed? That's kind of what I'm thinking, yes. Um, More puzzling still was the death of Vimal Dejabi, Dejabi. 24, who jumped off the Clifton Suspension Bridge in Bristol in August of 1986, Jabai had been working with Marconi on computer control systems for Stingray torpedoes. Wow. Another open verdict was returned. Jabai was found with his pants around his ankle and a needle-sized puncture wound on his buttock. Oh. The Bristol coroner was concerned by this. It was a mystery then and remains a mystery now. Huh. Um, So his pants are around his ankles. Yes, pants are around his ankles and he has an injection wound on his ass. That's amazing. Just Uh, amazing. (laughs) Wow. Perhaps the most disturbing of all the deaths occurred two (laughs) months later. I don't know. That's pretty fucking disturbing. (laughs) I know. Arshad Sharif. 26 another computer scientist who worked on satellite guidance systems for marconi died in the oddest circumstances imaginable sharif also traveled to bristol tied one end of a ligature to his neck and the other end to a tree then jammed his foot on the accelerator of his car and decapitated himself what the hell the day before his death, Sharif had been acting oddly and was seen play- paying for accommodation in a rooming house with a bundle of high-denomination banknotes. Oh, for a rel- sake. Yeah, a relative summoned to identify the body noticed something suspicious about his car. What appeared to be a metal rod was lying on the floor of the car next to the accelerator. Had it been used to wedge down the pedal? Wow. Um. The coroner wasn't happy. What coroner is probably happy? But uh, this is (laughs) past coincidence. I will not be completing this inquest until I know how two men with no connection to Bristol came to meet in the same end here. So even like the county coroner saying that this wasn't suicide, he could not rule it as suicide. Jesus, man.
1: Moreover, never, though, you find this rod in this fucking car. Uh huh. Somebody didn't clean up after themselves.
0: The guy was probably already dead before that happened. The neck was broken already. So yeah, uh. that's what covered up. I mean, I've I've heard of people doing that. Um, that specific way of killing themselves. But you know- actually in um, Hulu's Castle Rock. The guy, the main guy or the one guy kills himself at the beginning that way you've been watching that you've been watching that show i watched it when it came out i'm is it i saw uh, the season two's coming out soon is it good it is it's very good and there's there's i mean there's so many tiebacks to all his books that's why you know that's basically why they made it of course
1: (laughs) but uh, yeah i mean everything ties into the uh stephen
0: king universe though correct yes Mm -hmm. absolutely very nice um. Okay, so he never did find out why, but both men were suspected to be working on top-secret project called Cosmos, which involved underwater gui- guidance systems establishing a further connection between the pair. So, so they had been working together, too, for sure. Right. So what the fuck, man? Huh. It says thousands of people worked in the UK's defense industry in the mid-'80s, and these deaths spread out over three years could easily be dismissed as coincidences yeah indeed nobody at the time made any connections so at the time obviously the coroner did um but moving into 1987 1988 the pace of deaths massively increased and the uk press and some mps began to join the dots you can definitely tell this not written in the united states or it would have said connect the dots <laughs> Yeah, you got to love it. (laughs) Number two, the cluster of 87 and 88. 1987 started with the death of Richard Paw, another computer expert in the defense industry and consultant for the MOD. Paw's body was found in his flat, his feet bound, a plastic bag on his head, and a thick rope coiled around his body. Wow. The coroner's verdict was an accident due to sexual misadventure. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fucked up like this guy was they wanted him good and dead I what was I, his name
0: um richard paw sorry
1: i'm sorry it's
0: all right it's fine fuck it so either one <laughs> some hooker did this to him and then took <laughs> off Oh my god! I don't see how you could do this to yourself. No, I mean, I know there's no people that kind <laughs> Jesus of shit. Christ. But he's <laughs> wrapped up tightly in a rope. Yeah, like that's. What does he doing standing? Up? He tied his legs, put the bag over his head, wrapped a rope around him, and like no. spun around in circles till he was tied up. No, there's <laughs> no way to do this by I, yourself. I yeah, I don't think so. This is uh, legit.
1: What they said uh, happened,
0: or what they assumed happened? No. Just days later, another scientist engaged in top secret work for MOD, Dr. John Breton, died in his own garage of carbon monoxide poisoning. Okay. A month later, another Marconi engineer, David Skeels, also died of carbon monoxide poisoning, found in his car with a hose pipe connected to the exhaust. Oh. Also in February, two more defense engineers and scientists died. Victor Moore from an overdose and Peter Papel, yet another victim of carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, my God. Papel's death was particularly troubling. Having spent an evening with friends, he and his wife returned home and Papel went to put away the car. The next morning, his wife found his body jammed underneath the car with his mouth next to the exhaust pipe. Oh, my God, dude police were unconvinced it was a suicide because it seemed impossible he could have maneuvered his body into the odd position it was found. An open verdict was ultimately returned <sighs> <laughs> i don't I don't know bro uh I just um Christ. let's see there's plenty more. Let's get through them and then we'll speculate <laughs> yeah, uh John Whiteman supposedly drowned himself in his bathtub. The body what? surrounded by pills and empty no. alcohol bottles, yet the autopsy revealed no trace of drugs or alcohol in his body. Oh, for fuck's sake. These are people in, that are they're not taking their time with this. They're yeah, killing March, them, sure. But it's yeah, it's a sloppy job. In March, David Sands, a senior scientist working on computer controlled radar at Marconi's sister company made a sudden U-turn in his car and crashed at high speed into an empty cafe. Okay. Uh, his vehicle was inexplicably loaded with cans of petrol. Oh, God. You see, the car, or causing the car to be completely consumed in a fireball, <sighs> Sands was only identified with reference to his dental records. Yeah, I was going to say dental records, probably. Jesus. Jesus. In April, in almost identical fashion to Richard Paw, at the start of 1987, Mark Weisner, 24, was found dead with a plastic bag on his head and cling film wrapped around his face. The verdict was death by sexual misadventure. I do. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't. I don't get it. I don't think that's it. (laughs) Like, I just don't think that's it. Uh, The previous year, Marconi. He purchased defense electronics firm Pleasy within a month between May and June 1987. Two of its scientists were dead. Michael Baker, Fuck. 22 in May and Frank Jenny's in June. Doesn't say how they died, but they're young. This kid is 22. Yeah. And the other going was 60. Um, right. At the start of 1998, lab technician Russell Smith, 23 jumped off a cliff in Cornwall. (sighs) A senior computer engineer in Marconi, Trevor Knight, was the victim of yet another suicide by car exhaust pipe. Wow. In August, there were two gruesome electrocutions of senior figures at Marconi that are some of the most suspicious of all the deaths. Alistair Beckham, 50, was a computer engineer who was believed was working on top-secret pilot programs for American Strategic Defense Initiative. After some light Sunday afternoon gardening, oh, for Beckham fuck. retired <laughs> to his shed. Fucking nerd. Anyway, go ahead. Wire, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, he retired to his shed, attached wires to his chest, pushed them into a power socket, <laughs> and with the handkerchief jammed in his mouth, the power jesus okay so i could just imagine this he's out in his
1: garden he's planting his begonias or whatever and he's just like you know what fuck it <laughs> just, i'm done i'm gonna have another sexual misadventure <laughs> done i am so done yikes man um, Beckham's these wife was
0: entirely unconvinced her husband committed suicide no Beckham shit. was highly secretive about his work no and just shit. hours after his death men from Ministry of Defense arrived at the scene and took away several documents and files from Beckham's home uh, in similar dude. but even more gruesome fashion Marconi director John Ferry 60 jammed stripped wires into his own tooth fillings and electrocuted oh. himself Oh,
1: my God. When you said that shit, dude, that made my fucking. Oh, that gave
0: me goosebumps everywhere. Yikes. Um, Several MPs and trade union leader Clive Jenkins. Clive Jenkins is an awesome name. That is kind of a kick ass name. (laughs) Called for an inquiry into the deaths. (laughs) Jenkins wrote that the deaths were statistically incredible. And spoke of the concern amongst other members, or his members, over these clusters of suicides, violent deaths, and murders. Um, This guy, if if this was
1: a legitimate suicide, this guy, this man is brilliant and (laughs) ballsy. And I mean ballsy.
0: Yeah. The conservative government of Margaret Thatcher dismissed calls for inquiry. Huh. I'll be damned claiming the deaths were not statistically unusual and oh. were just coincidences, perhaps exacerbated by high levels of stress in the defense industry. Oh, well, fuck me. How ridiculous. <laughs> like, <laughs> how ridiculous to think otherwise. Well, I mean, so before we, we go on to the next section, <laughs> um, damn, which talks a little bit more about details into each person. Yeah. I'm sure this is a large company, and yes, thousands of people work for these defense contractors and whatnot. Yes, but come on. Like, here's the deal.
1: Like, what I want to know is, what did they do that was so bad that, that would they had to kill themselves? That they
0: no, that they would have to be killed. Well, no. So it's either two things, right? It's either two things here. One. Yeah, so uh, let's say that a, a percentage of these were just regular suicides, and they I get would lumped say in yes. because I'm sure there's some of them that were just regular suicides. Maybe, maybe, probably. Either, actually, so either they were doing something so bad that they couldn't live with themselves, right? And they're all working for this company that was doing something so bad that they couldn't live with themselves. Or they were developing something that somebody didn't want anybody to know about after it was developed. So they went back and systematically got rid of people that were were involved. But damn,
1: son. Like, if you look, like, you said this was 87
0: and 88, is that correct? Yes, it was during the Star Wars. It was part of the Star Wars initiative thing that Reagan had going for during the Cold War. I mean... They were fucking that, at that brutal, time though. Man, it's um, brutal. It was all about defense. Um, the ends justify the means, right? Sure. I'm sure that's still how things are done today. I, I don't think if this is a real thing, which I w- would be surprised if it wasn't a real thing. Yeah. Um, Set aside this one, just overall, just the idea that companies are governments do this i think it would be strange to find out that they didn't actually do this um to think that oh well it was a different time and they're not doing it anymore is naive no, that's ludicrous in fact it's <laughs> most likely just multiplied
1: mm-hmm. i mean now see and this is what's interesting to me to like going back to the the mid to late 60s even when you're talking about everybody that was like involved uh with like the Kennedy assassination and all of that shit, right? That uh melting pot of conspiracy there. Uh Jack Ruby for an example. Jack Ruby, the guy that killed uh Lee Harvey Oswald, you know, just the the next day after Kennedy. Um but he was immediately taken to jail and conveniently Contracted uh, some form of cancer. It was quite aggressive. To his dying day would suggest that he was healthy as a fucking horse and was injected with something
0: that then caused the cancer. Right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, so that I uh, this article specifically just focuses on one case and suicides around that one case. Yeah. And I did that. Well, like I have a bunch of other things too, but I was just looking at suicides. Sure. There are a number of things where people just mysteriously get a weird like a brain very, aneurysm that the yes. doctor's never seen before, or a fast-acting cancer that they were dead in like a couple of weeks. And so fucked up. The man. doctor's like, it's, it's super rare, but it happens. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's super rare, but here we are. Oh, my God. You know, and, and people, you know, and, and we know this. I mean, we know this happens in politics. There's there's no way guys zip, you know, shoot themselves back of the head and zip themselves close in, a, you know, a suitcase and throws themselves into a river. That happens in politics every now and then. Not politics, politics, but it happens around certain people in politics. right and it's usually no. yeah god man and it's usually like people outside of people like us like this isn't weird to us it's not really even shocking to us the maybe the ways that they died is shocking but to think well, that this of. is happening is not sh- that shocking to us no and that's why i think there's something fucking wrong with you
1: and i my friend like there is something wrong with we're us we're just
0: we're immersed in it so we are but this stuff if if I read this to somebody who was just living their you know regular life and not into this stuff at all or doesn't pay, they would call us crazy. They yeah. would call whoever wrote this article crazy. Yeah, but that's uh. that they're just that we would that fucking argue and that's for.
1: right exactly. They'd say, "Oh no, you're you're searching, you're you're grasping for for things like that," but then. You know, here we are. We would obviously have the rebuttal of, "Oh, and that's exactly what the government wants you to think." You know? <laughs> yeah. God damn it! Ah, and we just uh, go and, around and around. Yeah.
0: So that's the the suicides, but they they talk to a few different people, experts about this stuff. So they have a couple the couple paragraphs on that. So okay. Professor Colin Pritchard, a noter, noted expert in mental illness and suicides, thinks at least some of the deaths are statistically uncommon. <laughs> Whilst it's true suicide is one of the most prevalent causes of death in men, or of early death in men, uh, especially young men, Pritchard believes factors in some of the cases make the suicides' verdicts unlikely. Pritchard cites that the cases of at least four of the men that share unusual elements, all four had complained to friends and family that they had been ta- tasked strange, impossible, and unscientific tasks by their employers. Huh. All four men commuted su- committed suicide in incredibly violent and bizarre ways. Pritchard also studied numerous suicide cases and thinks such extreme suicide methods are normally only associated with people suffering severe mental breakdowns to the extent that they would be unable to even hold down jobs. Damn. Yet the men were all employed up until the day of their deaths, and none had shown any signs of mental illness or other disturbance. That's interesting. It's just, that's the thing. There are people. And yes. Luckily, I've never had anybody close to me commit suicide in my life Right. And so I could be talking out of my ass. I'm sure there are people out there that show no signs of it coming at all. I'm sure you're correct. But I would say in my experience of learning about suicide, there's usually signs leading up to it, whether they're ignored or not. Yeah. Am I right in that? Absolutely. So all the people... You know maybe at first glance the wife doesn't want to believe that somebody killed themselves, but later they they might be like, well you know there was this and this and that and this sure but and think you know somebody this, they, yeah. they didn't have any of that
1: right and I mean <clears throat> if you lose somebody very close to you, I'm sure you know grief and and the loss you know will take over, and you don't want to think uh, rationally about things like that. But then after kind of the dust settles a smidge, you know, maybe you would be able to logically think about certain things that could have potentially uh, been the, the cause of this.
0: I don't know, man. Here's, here's something. Um, so this guy specifically talking about four of the men that he found, um, that he felt were definitely not suicides. He did say that, um, All of these men had also recently found new jobs and were preparing to leave within days of their deaths. Oh. Likewise, all four men had recently arranged appointments with their military police. Oh. So, yeah. Huh. Now, how Um, about that shit? So number four is sexual misadventures as a method of murder. Here we go. Several of the deaths were put down to sex games gone wrong, but intelligence expert Conrad Black says death by sexual misadventure is a common method of disguising murder in the world of espionage. Ooh. Black told the Daily Record, Quote, disposing of an enemy and making it look like a perverted fantasy gone wrong is in the training manuals of every spy agency from MI6 to Mossad. I want to be a fucking spy. The the sex game cover is a very useful mechanism in murder. Not only does it provide a disguise for the actual means and methods of death, it trashes the reputation of the victim and blunts the energy of any subsequent investigation. Wow. You got to get a little freaky. Huh.
1: <laughs> and then everybody's just left like, well, it's always the quiet ones. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs>
0: um, they don't rule out foreign sabotage in some of them because it was going on all over the world that time between Russia. Right. And, you know, the East and the West or whatever you want to call it. Um, there was all kinds of stuff going on. So, you know it could be that there's any number of things that happened to these guys from a legitimate suicide to their own people taking out them out to a few were double agents or something and they got taken out by somebody else it it makes me think that um, I, I don't know i don't know how to explain it i they were all victims I, uh, and I, I think that the majority of them were not suicides. Nah. I would agree. I would agree with that. Uh, the only evidence against, because remember, this whole article started out with evidence for. Yes. is that uh, suicide is the most common form of death of men between age twenty and forty-nine, and that that job was very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> It just doesn't I don't know. It just doesn't add up and, to me. Yeah. That was from a website called the redacted.com. The redacted. That's a badass. Well, yeah, so that's like the most in-depth one that I have, but I have several others we could get into um after we take a break. All, All right. right. Let's uh, let's come back and tackle a, a little bit more about some of the other ones and ones that are going on today in other parts of the world still. Sounds good, brother. Alright, come on back.
1: Welcome to Paranormal Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team, or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook
2: and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery confusion is all around us the truth is out there but you won't find it here
0: maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government you know you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst saturday night
2: Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through skeptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold.
1: Welcome back to conspiracy analysis. Why are you
0: saying welcome back?
1: Because we're just coming
0: back. Anyways, anyways, if you like conspiracy talk and
1: paranormal talk and ghost talk and conspiracy talk <laughs> <laughs> and news and uh, uh, yeah, nerd news every now and then and stuff like that. Come see your boy Mick Shagger, boy, hey man, Shag nasty. I'm fucking here too. Oh, oh, and and I'm Nick the Coon. And nick you gotta work on that and neck this hey, is the podcast where we don't know shit and we tell you all about it
0: that's right and we're on spotify and itunes and google Instagram, podcasts and instagrams and, and facebook's and emails and, and instagrams
1: those places and unfortunately facebook's
0: yeah that too but come and give us a listen. thanks for listening
1: to this promo that
0: we yeah. put together at the last minute
1: later all right peeps welcome back round two ectoplasm show christ I don't know, man. My brain hurts. Uh, my My fucking brain hurts already, like, just thinking about all this stuff. It's weird. I fear we're next. You know what I mean? I, fear, I mean, <laughs> if we get uh, a couple
0: more hundred thousand followers, maybe. Tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your friends, guys. Make sure to rate and review us <laughs> on iTunes. Tell, yeah, tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends. Christ. Tell them that nobody's safe. Right. That's right. So this is an article from Vice, and it's from 2013, so it's relatively recent. Okay. India's nuclear scientists keep dying mysteriously. Yeah, what the fuck? I remember reading about this stuff. What the hell was going on with that? Let's let's get into it, see so <laughs> what they have this to say. <laughs> let's read on, shall we? <laughs> Indians Indians nuclear scientists have had an easy or haven't had an easy time of it over the past decade. Not only has the scientific community been plagued by quote unquote suicides, unexplained deaths, and sabotage, but those incidents have gone mostly underreported in the country, diluting public interest and leaving the cases quickly cast off by police. Wow. Let's see. This was written in uh, November of 2013. So, okay. last month. In the article it says last month, two high-ranking engineers, KK Josh, that's a hell of a name. That's KK, fucked up. And yeah. your la- and your na- your first name is his last name. Hey, KK. Yeah, Yeah, that's kind of weird. And, and abish Shavam. Well, that's a mouthful. Fuck. On All right, India's. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. On India's first nuclear-powered submarine were found on railroad railway tracks by workers. Cute. They p- were pulled from the line before a train could crush them, but were already dead. What? No marks were found on the bodies, so it was cl- clear they hadn't been hit by a moving train. <sighs> and reports allege they were poisoned elsewhere before being placed on the tracks to make the deaths look either accidental or by suicide. So weird. Uh, the media and the Ministry of Defense, however, described the incident as a routine accident and didn't investigate any further. So weird. So they just... So, like, I mean, that, I don't... I don't, I, I don't know the political climate all that much in India. Um, I, I don't know how... Often things get actually investigated by police like a local crime and stuff right
1: so maybe know, it's though.
0: an everyday thing not to investigate this but, kind of geez, stuff
1: I mean this is uh, we're talking what two thousand thirteen is that what it was mm-hmm.
0: I don't know man um this is the latest in a long list of suspicious deaths when <sighs> nuclear scientists. Lokanathan Mahlagham's oh, for fuck's sake body turned <laughs> up in June of 2009. It was palmed off as suicide and largely ignored by the Indian media. However, Pakistani outlets, perhaps unsurprisingly, gave relations or given relations between the two countries kept the story going, noting how quick authorities were to label the death as suicide, considering wow. no note was left. Um, five years earlier, in the same forest where the M guy's body was yeah. eventually discovered, an armed group with sophisticated weaponry allegedly tied tried to abduct an official from India's nuclear power corporation. Holy shit! He, however, managed to escape. Another NPC employee, Ravi Mule, had been murdered <sighs> weeks before, with police fla- failing to quote make any headway into his case. Wow. And effectively leaving his family to investigate the c- crime. Wow. A couple of years later, in April 2011, when the body of former scientist Uma Rao was found, investigators ruled the death as suicide, but family members contested the verdict, saying there had been no signs that Rao was suicidal. I... Just, uh, wow. Yeah. wow. This seems to be a recurring theme for yes. deaths in the community. Madhav Naplat, one of the few journalists in India giving the cases any real attention, has been in close contact with the families of the recently deceased scientists on the train tracks. Quote, they were absolutely no kind of, there was absolutely no kind of depression or any family problems that would lead to suicide, he told them over the phone. Or he was told over the phone.
1: Interesting.
0: If the deaths in those communities aren't classified as suicide, they're generally labeled as unexplained. A good example of this case of M Iyer who was found with internal hemorrhaging in his skull Jeez. possibly the result of a quote unquote kinky experience. There's the sexual stuff again. There we go, boys. According to a police officer, after crazy. a preliminary look in the police couldn't work out how Lair or Iyer had suffered internal injuries while not displaying any cuts or bruises, investigations fizzled out. So they just said to hell with it. Yeah, it says the label is essentially admission of defeat on the police force's part. Yeah. Once the quote unexplained rubber stamp has been approved government bodies tend don't tend to task the authorities with investigating further this may be a necessity due to the stark lack of evidence available yeah. at the scene of deaths um a feature that some suggests could indicate the work of professional killers
1: <sighs> i want to meet a professional killer
0: i want to have coffee mm-hmm. Why? Just for the fuck of it. We may actually have that happen, but not in Hold a way up. we want.
1: What? We gonna have coffee with a killer? What the fuck are you talking no, no, about?
0: No, 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 no. <gasps>
1: oh, you mean when somebody's gonna come knocking on our door?
0: This one. And by um, knock on our door, I mean sneak into our house late at night and
1: <laughs> just steal us.
0: Ugh. Well, the thing is, so they make a good point here in the next. Um. Paragraph. They says these people were working on submarine program, creating a reactor, and have either committed suicide or were murdered. It's astounding that that this hasn't been seen as suspicious. So these people tied in some way to the nuclear science community there in India. Yeah, and the the police don't think that it's weird, or or even um, what's the word I'm thinking of? It's not. Um, I don't know what word I was thinking of, but it's not worth their time to investigate further because what they're thinking is they're dead. I, what are you going to do? Well, what I'm thinking is, is they're being told not to investigate. That's what I'm thinking. God
1: damn. I don't like it.
0: (laughs) It's kind of scary. They go on about in the article about um, there was an explosion. My god, I need a new chair. What? I keep sinking down over time in my chair. <laughs> I got a uh I got a chair
1: over at the manor that does the same thing. Same damn thing. Pisses me off.
0: You'll yeah, it says that there's been several Oh, you know, it's also happening in the Iranian nuclear community, which is not a Seriously. surprise at all. Yeah, um, They don't go into any details because they don't have a super amount of details, but oh, um, crazy. It says that India as a whole, the government of India as a whole, says there's no problem. That it's just coincidence.
1: So they're saying the whole thing there there is no problem it's just a coincidence nothing to see here move along move along please that's what they're yeah. saying it's adorable i don't buy it
0: i don't buy it at all oh Ooh. oh so one of the articles that i had open on here is a previously dated article i didn't realize it because i had it open because the headline was six Defense defense scientist dies mysteriously oh so i had found it while i was looking stuff up i just clicked on it it's actually an archived article that was written in the newspaper in 1987 about the marconi deaths really yeah that was put digitized at some point <laughs> Um, let's see what they were saying about this. It's not very long. Okay. So let's see what, I'll just read it out. It's from, this is from UPI.com, which I don't know if that's a, a newspaper or not, but it says this is the UPI archives from April 5th, 1987. Okay. London, a sixth British defense scientist has died mysteriously. Police said Sunday prompting new calls for a government investigation of a baffling string of apparent suicide and deaths a seventh scientist meanwhile has disappeared so there's something that wasn't in that other article that there was also scientists just disappearing right interesting Okay. police officials near Oxford <clears throat> said metallurgy me. expert Peter Papel 46 who worked at, for the defense ministry until 1984 was found dead February 27th, from carbon monoxide poisoning underneath his car. The car engine was running and the garage door was shut. Wow. An inquest issued an open verdict, meaning that there was no conclusive evidence to confirm whether the death was murder, suicide, or an accident. He is the sixth scientist doing research work linked to the ministry to die since 1982. Five of the deaths and the disappearance of seven scientists have occurred since late August. So there, there were seven. Oh, the disappearance of a seventh scientist. So, right. Um, Dude. So to say in the other article. So this one's 1987, right? So it's it's at the end of. But it's it's right smack in the middle of those 1987, 1988 ones in the article. Right. But they mentioned in the other article that. They weren't, people weren't asking questions at that time, but clearly they were. I would say so. Um, One scientist jumped from a bridge. A second hanged himself from a tree. That was not listed as one of the ones I read off. And a third loaded his car with gasoline cans and crashed into a wall at high speed. A fourth died in a car crash. And a fifth died of unexplained causes. Member of Parliament John Cartwright, a spokesman for the centrist alliance of the Social Democrat and Liberal Party last week called for an inquiry into the scientist's death. Wow. On Sunday, he called Papel's death worrying and said he believed there were grounds for concern in calling for a renewed police investigation. I would have, quote, I would have thought that a mere or that as a matter of sheer prudence, it would be the sensible thing to do in the case.
1: Jesus.
0: Home Secretary Douglas heard the country's top law enforcement officer has ordered police to exchange notes on the deaths but said that there will not be a government inquiry. A defense ministry official has said such an inquiry is not warranted because there's quote no evidence of any link at this stage. Huh. Part of Papel's metallurgy research like That of the five scientists who died and the one who disappeared was classified. Of course. A defense ministry spokesman said Papel worked with the ministry until 1984, but after reorganization became a lecturer at the Royal Military College of Science near Swindon, 50 miles west of London, the the spokesman described the college as a source of knowledge and the reference for technology and science as applied to war. Okay. And calling for an investigation, Cartwright said, "Even if all the deaths are accidents or suicide, it must raise question about the pressure under which scientists are working in the field." Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering. Um, the string of deaths began in 1982 with Keith Bowden, a computer scientist doing defense ministry-related work, died when his car crashed into. Disused Railway in Essex. Uh, in August 1986, Valmel Dajabi, 24 computer engineer with Marconi system, underwater systems, working on torpedo guidance system, plunged from a bridge in Bristol. Unexplained puncture marks were found on his butt. Right on his ass. Yeah, so right was, the here's ass. the one where he tied his he tied the rope to his neck into a tree and drove off. Jesus, dude. I just oh my god, oh, so the, they do mention Richard Pa, oh do they really it January sorry sorry <laughs> expert doing defense related work was found dead by unexplained causes of his Essex. they don't go into the yeah. maybe at that time you know they they didn't want to put in their newspaper the
1: Try
0: what was me. it the un, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it
1: was. No, <laughs> yeah, it was sexual, Here's uh, the sexual, whatever, was, I forget
0: what it was. Yeah. The seventh scientist, Atar Singh 26, who was researching submarine warfare at Lobau University, disappeared in January. He was testing sonar equipment at a reservoir in central England when he disappeared. And that's the end of the article. Oh, so
1: he just disappeared and nobody has a clue.
0: Yeah, I mean, at that time when the article was written, okay, they didn't have any idea. Jesus, because remember dude. it was written in 1987.
1: Yikes! I just don't get it, bro. Little did
0: they know when that author was writing that in 1987 that we would be talking about it and reading that article now. Yeah, here we That's are. Thirty. Thirty years. Yeah, 32 twenty nine years ago. Thirty two years. And it's still a mystery, like it's still, exactly it's just under the the rug
1: because it's still fucking happening. We did an entire episode on just Hillary, on just the very odd death surrounding Hillary Clinton.
0: Well, it was both Clintons, to be honest. It was, but, yeah. it
1: was both Clintons. That's true. But a, god damn, that was jacked up. I I actually have a picture so, of me and Hillary that I will share with you at some point.
0: You have a picture. Did you fabricate such pictures? No, I actually met Hillary Clinton. Oh, I've, yeah? I have met when? Hillary. This
1: was um, her very first run for president
0: Well, Iowa's always been a battleground state. It was, right. And so
1: it was in Shenandoah, Iowa, which is only roughly, I don't know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes away, tops. Were you in love with her? No. No. Again, like, I just really enjoy the political stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to watch everything unfold.
0: It just pisses me off these days. I used to yes. really get into politics, but these days... Oh, it's just a fucking, fucking joke. Mad.
1: Bro, it's a joke. Everything is so fucking polarized now. And it it's like, if you don't love Trump, then you must hate Trump, right? And, like, there is no fucking middle ground. There is absolutely no middle ground. You got dudes like me who's like, okay, he's the president of the United States, so no matter what your opinion... You still have to respect the office. It's like you don't have to agree necessarily. You need to respect the office though, right? But uh, at the same time, you don't have to respect the gentleman. (laughs) You don't have to respect the guy Um, because Jesus Christ. I don't know, man. I don't know. It is a fucking joke and it's only getting worse. It's only getting worse. I can't imagine what it'll be like in 10 years.
0: Yeah, I mean, when, it'll just w- be... When's
1: the bottom going to fall out, though? When are the fucking wheels going to pop off of this? Because it cannot go on like this forever. It cannot.
0: I think that the majority... I mean, we already know that the majority of people yeah, just are tuned out of all of it and don't yes. care because they, one, yeah. can't do anything about it, two, they don't care, three, they're not smart enough to really understand any of it, or four... They have more worries in their life than what they think a politician is doing to them. Sure, absolutely. That's or, or they think it's all ridiculous. So right. I think that that's just going to keep going up and up in numbers. Which means that the people that do, if there are anybody out, if if there is anybody out there now, or any group of people out there now that can affect real change, yeah. those numbers are dwindling. I would agree. It it would take you. would know, it, it, to have another major political movement in the United States, Bro. my opinion on that, the yeah. best way to make that happen yeah. is to it would be, and it would be organized by somebody who had the means to cause another major disaster in the United States. Correct. So it would it would have to be made by the exact people that you would, wouldn't want <laughs> right. to be in charge to begin with. Correct. It would be something fairly catastrophic i will say that if there was anybody that ever got any real movement outside of the system Fuck. they wouldn't be allowed to get no. to a level where they could affect no. change absolutely not <sighs> they wouldn't well not, not not even necessarily like taken out they would be You know, not to say that he was affecting change and that he isn't crazy, but you saw how effectively the media and Internet and social media shut down Alex Jones. He has no platform, but his own little platform nowadays. Yeah. I mean, you really don't hear
1: from him much at all to tell you. They they can do
0: that to anybody that they don't agree with. Just right. Yeah. So, yeah, there are, you know. Alex Jones may be very crazy in his own right. Yeah.
1: He's also been right about a few part, things too though, hasn't he?
0: <laughs> he My argument would be he hasn't always been that way. And he hasn't always so been wrong, tactics right. Tactics before Let's just entertain the idea that Alex Jones was a legitimate person that was trying to expose corruption in the United States okay. originally. Okay. Which I think he may very well have been. I he could was, see he, that he I, he could have easily been pushed to the point of making himself making himself crazy. Yeah, or he was paid off to become crazy in his own right, like to make himself look crazy. Sure, his own disinformation person. I I could see or any one of these scenarios. He yeah. just went down a road. Mm. That, or 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 he just become crazy in general he wasn't forced to become crazy i mean ultimately what's going to happen is the same thing that's going to happen to us in the next three to
1: five years we're going to go fucking caca duty shit crazy
0: i th- i think <laughs> that there's going i think that another political change that's going to happen i don't think it has anything to do with us or yeah. or i think that the next big media crackdown is going to be on Podcasts, YouTube channels, anything. YouTube is already happening, and yes, it's you know said to be happening by YouTube itself, a private company, right, on its own platform. But you know that they're probably feeling pressure from political parties, political powers that be, to silence things that are on YouTube. Probably, and and there sure- are, and, and yeah, people delete videos and stuff all the time. But yeah. Honestly, there's stuff that we were talking about, you know, back, you know, when we started this, sh- when you started the show and I came on and, yeah. and stuff that, and with things that we've mentioned about, you know, YouTube videos about this or that, they're gone. They're just disappearing. Any conspiracy videos that really matter, not matter, but really have quote unquote evidence sure are disappearing. They're gone. Jesus, dude. Uh, um anything that brings up a s- certain topic and i uh, you know i don't i want to get back on topic here but sandy hook specifically yes there were thousands of videos that talked about certain aspects that, that were weird about that Correct. And yeah there's crazy people out there of course talking about conspiracy stuff but there's there were thousands of videos talking about certain aspects of sandy hook that are all gone yeah i remember uh one day,
1: my buddy Mike, who we've had on the show before, uh, Mike called me. And, I mean, we talked for, God, two hours easily because he was just blown away. He's like, you're never going to believe this shit. You know, and he was he went down that Sandy Hook rabbit hole, man, and it was fucking crazy. Absolutely crazy. But you're absolutely right. It's kind of hard to find anything like that anymore. You ever seen... Uh, yeah, so- I don't, I don't know, man. Like it's just, it's just weird to me. It's going to be either regulated to
0: the point, yes. Or, I definitely see regulations uh, coming soon, sooner rather are, than later. For bigger shows, there are stuff happening, and it's not just paranormal or conspiracy shows. Okay. For larger shows, there are people getting busted with losses for not citing their sources. Why these days? That's why I've been. That's why I've been mentioning the because I can't remember how many times I've read from an article on this show. I didn't say where the article was from, right? I would often mention it, but I wouldn't always. But that's why I've been mentioning. You know, not to think that you know, something actually has to happen, or oh. we have to get to a certain size, before somebody claims that we're just ripping off from articles or whatnot. But right. I mean. Interesting, though. There are shows out there that are getting into legal trouble for not even necessarily legal trouble, but there's been civil lawsuits brought against them for not citing their research. It's so ridiculous. And that's one way that would be used to shut down. If you can't do it any other way, that's one way to silence a podcast. It'd be pretty easy, honestly. So, yeah. But I think because anybody can hook up a microphone, record and put it on the Internet at the moment and actually connect it to all of these places. Now, are you going to be found? Not necessarily. Is anybody going to listen to your crap? Not necessarily. Right. But anybody can put it on out out there. It's nuts. My guess is there's going to be programs. and I'm sure they're already there. That list because you upload a YouTube video and, and, you know. You can upload a 45-minute YouTube video, and 38 minutes in, you have a 10-second clip from some song. Right. YouTube picks that up immediately and automatically. Yes, they do. Without somebody sitting there watching your video. So is that technology of scanning through a file as it's uploading going to be applied to (laughs) audio shows for keywords that they don't want online? It really wouldn't be that hard, I don't think. No, it wouldn't be hard at all, and I think that that might be coming. I I think that it's more likely that... Okay. So we host through Podbean, right? So yes. maybe Podbean gets some political pressure to get their conspiracies under control, their conspiracy shows under control, yeah. like YouTube has. right? And they're like, oh, they, and they don't want to deal with it. Whether they think it's right or not, they don't want to deal with the what comes from that pressure they just pull so it. they say sure i'll just put a filter on there that says these people can that mention that talk about this kind of stuff in their show cannot upload anymore right we're just gonna yank it damn And that could happen anywhere and everywhere on the internet these days because sure. they're all private companies unless you build your own website and even then what if apple decides to do that right apple is where everybody else picks up the feed from we we, we publish to pot bean which is picked up by itunes and everywhere else on the internet that you can find a podcast is pulling it from itunes right so if itunes or apple gets pressure that way and they decide to do it you'll just have your own little website that you can put stuff up Dude. on and you won't be able to be found on google just nuts so just freaking nuts. Oh. So keep listening. Keep telling people about our show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, did, we had mentioned Podbelly at the beginning of the show. We did not. We did not. Well, yeah, so we can be found on the Podbelly network. That's right, guys. And they pick up our show directly from Podbean, so you can bypass those evil bastards over at Apple and listen to us through the Podbelly network. <laughs> <laughs> the Evil Bastards. Oh, I love it. But I have another list here where we, we could close out the show with. Let's close out with a list. The list is from listverse.com. I don't want to get sued. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten leading scientists who died of suspicious circumstances. Oh, here we go. Number ten, Dr. Rodney Marks. Nice. Australian astrophysicist Dr. Rodney Marks died from acute menthol poisoning. What? What isn't known however is how he was poisoned. Suicide was officially ruled out during the investigation that followed. Okay. As more time passes it's likely his death will remain a mystery. So yeah he died of acute menthol poisoning but that, that's where it ends. Nobody knows how it happened. Weird. Alright. Uh, Marks, who was employed by the Smithsonian Society, was part of a research project in Antarctica for the National Science Foundation at the time of his death on May 12, 2000. Wow. He had some suddenly become unwell the previous day, even vomiting blood as his condition worsened. Jesus. Incidentally, investigators have cited their frustrations with the National Science Foundation noting a distinct lack of cooperation from the group, which made the investigation dis- difficult. Coroner Richard McElra stated that he was, quote, not entirely satisfied that all relevant information and reports had been made available to New Zealand police. Wow. Okay. Acute menthol poisoning. Was he injected with menthol? That's what I want to know. Like, how does that work? And Why? Like, so this, this makes me think that what was this guy doing in Antarctica Yeah, that he had to be silenced? Shit. Number nine, Dr. Don Wiley. When Dr. Don Wiley's dead body was dragged from the Mississippi River on December 20th, 2001. His death was ruled a homicide by both Arkansas and Tennessee police forces. Huh. The biophysics expert was last seen over a month earlier on November 15th. He seemingly abandoned his rental car, was found the following day on a bridge in Tennessee. Or the car was found the following day on a bridge in Tennessee. Yeah. The FBI soon became involved in the case, and they decided or they declared his death accidental, Jeez. stating that he had fallen from the bridge shortly after exiting the vehicle. Suspicions remained for some, however. Firstly, the bridge in question had a two-meter fence on its sides, which is six and a half feet tall, so how do you accidentally fall off that? Right. Jeez, um, man. Which would make it difficult, if not impossible, to fall over. His death also came in the wake of an anthrax poisoning at the United States or in (sighs) the United States, with many stating that Dr. Wiley was one of the few people who would have been able to accurately trace exactly where the deadly substance had originated. Yeah. Number eight, Dr. Tanya Hallsmeyer. In 2002, when 46-year-old geneticist Dr. Tanya Halsmayer opened her door to pay for a pizza delivery, she was gunned down by a fellow scientist, Gung Yang Matthew Hung. Her murder was witnessed by her horrified teenage son. Dude. Mountain View, California, where Halsmayer lived, had only seen one murder the entire previous year. Ugh. Young sped away in his car and his body was found shortly after he apparently taken his own life although police were unaware of the motive for the murder there was speculation that Young had killed his former supervisor as an act of revenge for her firing him over the company rules matter or over so a company the, rules matter damn um, man so I don't know why that one's so mysterious huh it sounds like they have it Pretty open and shut. <laughs> it does say that employees of PPD Discovery, where Holzer Holzmeyer and Hyung had worked, were instructed not to talk to the media about the killing, which only wrapped the whole incident in even more mystery. Wow. So they don't know why he killed her, but Wow. Number seven, Doctor Benito Q. On November 12, 2001, the grim discovery of Dr. Benito Q's dead body was made outside his laboratory on the grounds of Miami Medical School in Florida. He had been beaten badly and appeared to be the victim of apparent mugging. Local media apparently reported at the time that the four men wearing dark clothing and carrying baseball bats had been seen in the immediate vicinity of the time of the scientist's death. death. Goddamn damn. No, they just walk around and they're waiting for a scientist to beat up. Right. (laughs) Come here, Poindexter. (laughs) Uh. However, these allegations were refuted by police who stated Q had died from cardiac arrest. They then promptly refused to discuss the matter publicly, which only fueled rumors of the alleged cover-up. Q was a cell biologist... And was working on infectious diseases, including the HIV virus at the time of his death. So did he find a yeah. keyword and then he was taken out? Wow. That's nuts. Number six, Dr. Robert Robert Leslie Burgoff. Okay. Robert Leslie Burgoff wasn't just knocked down by a van, the vehicle was purposefully driven into the pathway where he was walking and then used to plow into the biochemist at the Texas Medical Center on November twentieth, two 2003. Shit, the van then sped away from the scene, leaving the dead scientist where he was struck. <sighs> uh, it says Berghoff was studying a flu outbreak that appeared to be hitting cruise ships at the time. And coincidentally or not, Texas was the middle of a flu outbreak of its own at the time of his death. He was also an expert on gene mapping, which led some to believe that he was strong. er, There was strongly a strong possibility that his death, which was certainly an intended hit and run, was connected to his work. So, yeah, this guy was just driving down this walking path and only hit him and then sped off. That's really fucked up. (laughs) Really, really fucked up. Number five doctors Vladimir Krushinov and Alexey Brushlinsky. Doctor Vladimir Krushinov and Alexey Bruslinsky, Russian scientists who worked in the microbiology field were murdered in Moscow within two weeks of each other in Shit. early two thousand two. Braslinsky Ski, who was also a member of the Russian Academy of Science, was killed on January 28th by what authorities simply labeled a bandit attack. A bandit, you say? A bandits. Oh my God. A picture, like, the Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> so he was beaten to death. Beaten to death by a bandit. Just short of a fortnight later, on February 8th, who fucking Krushinov, wrote this?
1: Or whatever. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Know, they wanted to be fancy. They wanted to say less than uh, two weeks in a fancy right, way. Right, right. Also beaten to death within walking distance from his home and left on the street. Khrushchev was head of microbiology of the Russian State Medical University at the time of his death. Both murders are officially regarded as random attacks. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Eugene F. Maulov. Okay. Eugene Maulov was a leading scientist in the controversial field of free energy. Oh, Perhaps shit. because of this, was found dead in the yeah. driveway of his childhood home. What? Many conspiracy theorists jumped upon his death as a planned hit as opposed to a murder that was escalated from the argument over unpaid rent and a subsequent eviction. Um, Malov had been renting out his former childhood home to the Shafer's at the time of his death in May of 2004 the Shafer's son Chad along with his girlfriend Candace Foster and friend Moselle Brown were charged with scien- with the scientist's murder Holy according shit. to the investigation Chad had returned to the home his family had a rented uh, this his family had rented along with Brown The two men beat the scientist today, or to death, and then attempted to make the incident look like a robbery. From a bandit. It says, strangely, despite the obvious connections to the shaver, it took police several years to make the connection and the arrests. Boy. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Why so long, gents? (laughs) Number three, Dr. John Mullen. Physicist and nuclear research scientist John Mullen died suddenly in June 2004 from arsenic poisoning. Oh, dude, that would suck. (laughs) It is believed the lethal dose was administered to him through a health drink he had consumed earlier. Fuck. When he died, Mullen was doing contract work for Boeing. Oh. In a further twist, his girlfriend, Tamara Rollo, who was about to be arrested for being involved in his murder, was found dead at her home by the police. Oh, damn it. At the time, investigators didn't divulge to the media she had committed suicide or had been murdered. Oh, they didn't say what, how she died. Oh, okay. Uh, regardless of this, there were no, no trial ever for Mullen's death. Right. He just, you know, poured the arsenic in there himself. Yeah. He's like, screw it. Huh. Amazing stuff, my friend. Number two, Dr. Ian Langford. Despite the strange circumstances surrounding the discovery of Dr. Ian Langford, on February 11, 2002, the police declared his death not to be suspicious within 48 hours. It only took wow. 48 hours. Only 48 hours. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. He he had been found partially naked with Uh wounds on his body. Uh oh. Which was bizarrely positioned under a chair in his home. He just beat himself to death and crawled under a chair. Naked. (laughs) Yeah. Police stated that the wounds were either self inflicted or from a previous accident. Other sources, albeit unofficial ones, claimed that his property was splattered with blood when the body was discovered.
1: Damn.
0: Uh, Langford was leading uh, leading research in environmental risk at the University of East Anglia, where he had worked for eight years, even being described by his peers as one of Europe's leading experts in the chosen field. Yeah, so he just... Crawled under a chair in a weird way and died, according to the police. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome!
1: Just freaking yeah. awesome.
0: I guess if if I know the end is coming, I'll do something weird. No, I wouldn't. Would to do you? That to
1: Would you do something weird? No, I didn't think so. Nah, nah,
0: no, silly number Billy. one. Numero uno. Dr. Jong M. The 2005 murder of retired University of Missouri professor Zhong M, who is also an accomplished protein chemist, is intriguing. Firefighters so. discovered his body when they were called to put out a burning car on the third level of a parking garage. Once they had extinguished the blaze, they discovered his body in the trunk of the vehicle. Oh, where there were multiple stab wounds to his chest, suggesting that he is dead before he is placed in the car. Yeah, almost a decade later, in 2013, his murder was blamed on a career criminal named Timothy Hogue, who had recently jumped to his death from the same garage where Jim Ing's body was found it sounds like they just use that as a nice little way to yeah. just tie it off and end the investigation like well that probably was never actually happening anyways we can put this to bed good job so yeah i had a i had a couple other articles but they were all it's all the same stuff it's just different guys in different places and it's all- working on different secret things yeah, and, and then you know, all dying in completely normal, normal ways. hmm Yeah. We hear, you know, I, I think that even if it's a joke to people, they hear about the political killings and stuff. And of course. things course. I mean, who didn't hear about Jeffrey Epstein and think, oh, you know, even if it's a joke <laughs> the Clintons did it. You know, that's everybody. Right. I don't the, think so many people realize bro. that all these scientists die all the time, too. Bro. I'm gonna send you a picture real
1: quick, okay? While I still got you here. Shit! One second. God damn this. Okay, where are you? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a picture of this. You tell me. You tell me who this looks like, my friend. All right. I'm sending it off to you. you. Send it to my phone. Send it to your phone. There you are. I don't know how long this is going to take for it to actually send to oh, you.
0: Okay. Perfect. Well, let Fairly
1: pixelated. Mm. Fairly pixelated so- photograph. However, this is post Hurricane Dorian Little St. James drone footage taken eight. What? Well, no, 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 no. This, this can't be right. Post Dorian. Post Dorian just happened though, right? Uh, the
0: U.S. Virgin Islands, yeah. Dorian, okay, okay, okay.
1: Just... Right.
0: This <laughs> Little Saint is... James of the U.S. Virgin Islands has a one point five star review on Google. The island right. itself has a one point five star review, right? But on this island, this gentleman
1: apparently is uh, doing some drone footage and things like that. Zooms in on a couple of dudes that are chatting. Uh, and one of them looks like oh. it's Jeffrey fucking Epstein.
0: So Little St. James is a private island of the United States Virgin Islands off right. the coast of St. Thomas and belongs to Subdistrict right. East End St. Thomas, okay. the island owned by American financier and convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. There it is. So he owned that
1: island. Right. But it also looks like he may potentially still be there. If
0: this footage yeah. is in fact... If, it also looks like an old Russian lady. <laughs> look at the, it, 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 it look at the fucking schnoz Look at the
1: fucking schnoz on that guy. Look at the schnoz on I that see guy. It, I look see at it, the yeah. brow.
0: Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of there's a lot of Jewish guys that look like that in uh, this world. I
1: don't know, bro. Not like this. Not like this.
0: I mean it's it, it I I can see where Yeah. Uh I so when this happened we talked about it and I shared with you the photos that made it look like he wasn't actually yes. dead. Yes. Yes. Uh, this also could be old drone footage from that island from a long time ago. Potentially. You sure. You know, a couple of years ago. Maybe. Just because he says it's from now doesn't Maybe. mean it's from now i don't know buddy so it could very well be jeffrey epstein on that island whoever only this is like 2015 uh,
1: right whoever this guy is and guys if you want to do your own research on this let us know if epstein's still alive or not the guy that posted this his name is rusty Shackelford on oh, youtube yeah. on youtube do you know who rusty shackleford is
0: rusty shackleford is the fake name made up by dale gribble that he used when he didn't want to use his real Get name. Get
1: the fuck out of here. Are you serious? I'm serious. That is from is,
0: is, is from King of the Hill. From King of the Hill. It
1: was um, Shit. Dale
0: Gribble's alias.
1: Okay, that makes so much sense now. You know, guys, <laughs> maybe post or pass on this. I don't know. Let's see. That's I, fucking so
0: nuts. Now, I have a hard time believing that somebody like this, if he did fake his own death or had his death faked for him, that he would just go back to his own private island.
1: Uh yeah, maybe
0: I don't know, bud. It's a private island. Yeah, but some like it's it's I don't know the size of this island, but I would think yeah, that it's know. probably a little too big for him to So the the other thing is if he's dead, the island has to have something happen to it. It's not just going to be left there and preserved. No, it would not. People are going to go there. Uh, it's either going to be sold off by the government or, or whatever. It's not yeah. just going to be turned into this nature preserve that still has all the buildings on it. Yeah. It did say that he owned it until his death. So technically, he doesn't own it anymore. So doesn't how. It. I wonder who owns it now. But that being said. It would be just too. It would be too obvious. There would be yeah, people right. there that know. Like, yeah, that's true. Servants, and staff, maybe, not yeah. servants, but no, the staff, it's staff and, yeah, and even groundskeepers, what have you, yeah, you know, paid off all the staff. It, it just it, if they're gonna pull this off, Ugh. send them to some other island, like just. Like, yeah, they probably send him some rando, some rando,
1: some rando fricking place, though. It would be weird.
0: Maybe he had to go back there and get some stuff. But <laughs> <Maybe>. I, <laughs> guys, I, I think forgot my have stuff.
1: Do that. I forgot my fucking stuff, guys.
0: <laughs> if if Jeffrey Epstein is still alive, he didn't fake his death on his no. own. No, and is now just living on the island he lived on before. Shapers. Jeepers.
1: All right, guys, Nine one three seven three zero seven two five
0: five. Oh, we're not ending the show yet. You're going to have to go through something I had to go through here. What the fuck? Just was... for a few minutes. What do I got to do? While doing this research, I came across a Wikipedia page oh, God. called List of Unusual Deaths. Oh, come <laughs> on. I'm going to read some of the more recent <laughs> okay. ones because I had to do it because I was I didn't mean to stumble on this page. Yeah, shit happens sometimes, right? Yeah. So, July 2019, so just a couple months ago. Yeah. Elena Struthers Gardner is her name. Lena Struthers Gardner, 60, was carrying a mason jar style drinking glass with a screw top lid in her kitchen when she collapsed. Shit. The 10-inch stainless steel straw entered her left eye uh, socket and pierced her brain.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Outstanding.
1: Uh, uh, Paul,
0: yeah. Uh, I some of stopped. them are just more innocuous. They don't say how he died, but April 17, 2019, Paul McDonald, 47, was attacked and killed by a pet deer on his property in northeast Victoria, Australia. Hey. Dumbass, don't have a pet deer. He probably had
1: antlers and was skewered. Most likely, you see now. Look, Koopsick. If I were you, I would have stopped reading already.
0: <laughs> like, no, no, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> I'd be uh, like, this oh, this just, is this obviously not what I'm looking for. Okay. Uh, Salvatore Dizzy, kickass. 62 was decapitated while using a power cart to jumpstart. A helicopter in Hernando County, Jesus. California. The unexpected up and down motion of the helicopter caused yep. the rotor blades to strike dizzy. Yep, and bye
1: bye goes your head. Jesus. You're a baseball
0: fan, love so baseball. you'll appreciate this. Love thing. baseball. Linda Goldblum, in 2018, to 79. She died after being hit by a foul ball at Dodger Stadium. Goldblum's death was the first in nearly 50 years directly God. attributed to a foul ball. Jesus. That's rough. Sam Ballard, 29, died of angio-strong lysis something, 2018. I looked it up. It's a strange, you know, an odd, like a very rare infection. Okay. So it's not rare. It's rare that it kills. Um, after eating a garden slug as a dare eight years before. Holy shit. It took eight years to breathe in his body and kill him. That's amazing. That
1: is impressive. Eight years? Yeah. That is a long
0: time. Wow. This next one uh, has to be just a terrible way to go. Oh, fuck me. Hildegard Whitling. Oh, no, sorry. That's the next one. John A. Karate. Kicked. Karadi. Karadi. K O R O D Y. No, his name's Karate <laughs> 2018. He was 61. He died after falling into a vat of cooking oil and grease while standing on a grate <sighs> in Orange County, Florida, near Orlando. Oh, my God. Co workers were unable to rescue him due to the strong fumes. Oh, shit. So it, I guess it, I guess it was a vat of it. So I I was thinking that it was like boiling. That's what I was saying. Did he deep fry himself? It doesn't say. It doesn't say that
1: here. Oh, yikes, bro! I can only imagine that. Fuck that.
0: Let's see. Let's scroll back here. One of the, some of the other ones. Oh, death by whipped cream. <laughs> <laughs> 2017 Deborah Bed Bedard 58 died after oh wait sorry that's the next one (laughs) 2017 Rebecca Berger okay 33 a fitness blogger and model died after a pressurized canister of whipped cream exploded and struck her in the chest what a fucked up way to go Here's Deborah Bedard 58 died after falling from a golf cart onto shards of wine glass that had broken in her hand what damn here's here's one that scares the shit out of me Uh-oh. and you'll see why Oh, akbar salabro 2017 25 year old man was killed in oh that one no that one's that one's. i keep looking at yeah, the wrong too. one because it's it, the next wikipedia one. <laughs> highlights what i what i'm pushing on so Robert Dreyer, 89, drowned on his birthday after crashing his car into a fire hydrant. Oh. Dryer successfully stepped out of the car but was swallowed by a sinkhole, likely oh. created as a result of the destruction of the fire hydrant. Dude, what a shitty run of luck.
1: Terrible. This is a,
0: yeah, this is a crazy one. Akbar Salibro, Salubiro, 2017, a 25-year-old man was killed and swallowed by a reticulated python in Indonesia oh. in the first fully confirmed case of oh. snake swallowing an adult human. Jesus It says the second case in Indonesia happened of the following year. <laughs> so two in, the, in
1: a year. Do not travel to Indonesia.
0: This one sounds god-awful, and I couldn't imagine being this kid's parents. Charlie Holt in 2017, five years old, was killed at the Sundial restaurant, a rotating restaurant at the top of Weston Petrie Plaza Hotel in Atlanta, Georgia. His head was caught in a small space between the rotating and non-rotating sections.
1: Can I ask how that even happens?
0: I have no idea. He stuck his head in something and it got ripped off. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fuck. So bad, bro. The Anton
0: Yelchins on this list. The actor. Who? He was um, Chekhov in Star Trek, the newer ones. I don't know. He was also, God, Odd Thomas. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. He's that actor. Okay. I remember when this happened, he, I guess I didn't. got out of his car to do something and the car was on a hill on his driveway and it rolled back and pinned him against oh, a wall yeah. and he couldn't breathe and he died. We,
1: uh, we talked about this on the show when it happened.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we did. Oh, what a terrible way to go. They have that Caleb Schwab who died at the the water park here in Kansas City. Yeah. In 2016 uh, on this, dude, this. Bad, bad, bad news. Bad news. Huh. Stephen Winfrey, 50, in 2015, became trapped and asphyxiated when rabbiting near Doncaster, England, after his head became stuck down a rabbit hole. I'll be damned. Ooh. Huh. 2015. Ravi Subramanian... An Air India technician was sucked into an aircraft in jet engines. Dude, that would be terrible.
1: It would be quick, though. It would be super quick. You wouldn't even know what the fuck hit you. It would just be lights out and a
0: terrible mess. Pen Fang 2014, a chef in Foshan, China, was bitten by a cobra's severed head. Which had been cut off 20 minutes earlier while prepping a soup. What? (laughs) How do you get bit
1: by a dead fucking snake? Come on, bro.
0: This guy died in a plane crash on the ground. Man, see, that would be... Christopher DeMarjorie, an oil executive, was killed when his jet collided, or corporate jet collided with the plow reportedly driven by a drunk driver oh fuck me was he out there plowing the
1: runway right i'll get that for you don't you worry about it boys i got her okay well
0: we got to end with this one this one's so crazy um there's hundreds more on here if you if anybody's interested it goes all the way back to like the 15 and sixty you know jesus but this one's um Haval Haval Yudremi 13 of Turkey was killed when the sacrificial goat bought for someone else jumped off the roof over a protective fence and fell onto him. What? It says his father placed the goat on the roof of the building where he lived because he could not find another suitable place to keep it. (laughs) <laughs> killed by <laughs> sacrificial goats. Wow.
1: Just wow. That's a pretty good one to go out on, I'd say. Christ, buddy. Ooh. Oh,
0: You've God. Another one. This one's the one that could happen. Oh, shit. R- Roger Miro was crushed by a trash compactor while looking through a dumpster for his phone. Dude, I fucking... Oh, that scares the balls
1: off of me, man. Ugh. Hate that. Ugh. I'm wrapping the show up, you <laughs> sick bastard. All right. <laughs>
0: yeah, so now everybody else has to live what I live. Yeah.
1: Well, I'll look at stories for this You show. see the, the type of torture that, uh, that we go through for the show. I mean, you, God damn it. It's terrible. 913-730-7255. Give us a call. Shoot us a text. Whatever um let us know what you're thinking let us know what you oh, like we- about the show let us know what you hate about the show
0: i'll do it at the top of the next show we have uh some texts and stuff that were from before last week's episode that i forgot to read oh cool so okay. we'll get to those on the next one since we've been going pretty long on this one
1: sounds good all right peeps well we're gonna let you go hope you have a good rest of the week and we will talk to you all soon peace